Welcome back, Rage Nation. Got myself Pete here. That's yeah. not really exciting. You got Senior Dixon. I don't think that's appropriate. And you got Monsieur Leopard. Explorers deserved it. No. Absolutely. I was disgusted. I cannot believe they've done this. Why is wacky? Why is that good? It's just nonsense. I disagree on that. That's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on a mission. Yeah. Now, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. Got myself Pete here with Senior Dixon. Dixon, how you doing? How you guys doing? Oh. Today. Yep. It's Friday. Yep. Friday. Just, Just keep telling yourself that. It's Friday. Yep. 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 I gotta like, after right <laughs> after this, I gotta go finish up some uh, some stuff too. That's just, the day is not ending. <laughs> That's all right. This is definitely going to be uh, not as long as our last episode when we did the emissaries and effigies. I think we talked with Nick for almost like two hours. This will be significantly shorter just because, yeah, it's just about some games that you and I played. And specifically, we cranked out a three uh, a three game showdown, knockdown, brawl out, just knockout game between Parker 2, Dead Man Walking, and Ulix 2, The Baconator. Um, oh. Even though that's not what he's called, but that's what you call him. I love calling <laughs> man. Pigs on fire! Come on, this is toast. Yeah, it is like chariots, but pigs. Oh yeah. So we'll talk about that matchup specifically. What was interesting in the three games that we played, and then uh, after that, we got kind of a gross list that we're going to share with people that we kind of stumbled. Uh, a la Australia shared that with us, so we'll go ahead and uh, <laughs> share that nonsense. I, that, that, that list is so gross. We kind of need an episode for it, just like an episode. <laughs> well, I will let you know that the person that shared the list with me is happy to do the episode with us, so we might do that down the road. Uh, but before we get into that, make sure you check us out on Twitter. You can do check us out on Discord. We have a Rage Quit Wire Discord channel. Uh, and then finally, if you want to support us directly, you can do that at patreon.com slash ragequitwire, where you can support us for as little as a dollar. And you also get invites to do the to basically being the chat during our live uh, recording and you get access to the episodes early. And also sometimes we'll do some sweet giveaways with some of these models that I have kicking around that I uh, don't ever play. And I'm like, yeah, let's just get rid of this. So getting into the main topic, I don't know, Dixon, what has you interested in the Baconator so much? Because you, you just wanted to crank out a handful of games. I'm trying to flush out my uh, outcast kind of bench so i'm kind of looking at dead man walking and where i like him so what what's the purpose of you kind of getting so many uh reps with the baconator so listeners of the podcast have noticed that throughout like i want to say like the last four episodes i'm slowly getting back into like the competitive aspect of the game and one of the ways that i did though was i stuck with like six keywords uh because i usually play everything and whatever but this time around, I was like, all right, three from Bayou, three from uh, from Neverborn, and I'm just going to stick it out and focus on it. And then I played you with the Baconator, and I realized I was, like, I lost all of my unpacking. My brain yeah. could not do the unpacking. So I decided to, like, stick it out for two more games after that until I got comfortable again. 
And that's it. That's the only reason why. It's like, I love uh, Ulex too, because uh, he's so interact. In my opinion, he's he's significantly more interactive than Ulex one. They're both yeah. horrifyingly aggressive, but <laughs> I prefer Ulex two because he can hit you in melee, he can hit you at rage, and he has a little bit of a, of that support. Yeah, and I, I think I like Dead Man Walking just because of the sheer flexibility of it. Just because you have guns, so guns obviously provide you with some really good um, just actions, especially with a uh, running gun is prevalent throughout almost the whole keyword. That. So literally, it's like, oh, I need to move, but also I can get a free shot here. So I'm just going to charge, shoot. And if it hits, great. If not, then it's like, all right. I mean, I wanted to move anyways. Yeah, like that's the main reason why I got this guy's on Ulix. It's like, all right, at least I can smart. minimize the running gun. Because yeah. running gun is disgusting. You 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 get all the benefits of charging, but you, know, you also get the benefits of shooting, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't put the uh, gremlins in a ghillie suit on Ulix, in I think you didn't do it the first game, but I think you did it the, the last two. Correct. And it, I was just, I mean, I was always looking for a shot, and he was available, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to charge here, yep. so I can't shoot him. Yep. So I usually would have to charge, shoot somebody else, and then dump a shot into yep. Ulix. Actually, in one of the games, I think it was the second game, uh, you try to charge with a melee, with an actual melee guy. And somehow, like we, the disconnect was still there. Like your gun guys couldn't shoot after charging, but somehow you forgot that the melee guy also could attack me while charging. I don't think I for, I don't think I forgot because I remember you bringing that up. Like, hey, you know, you can't charge. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, I remembered it. It's just I needed to. I just needed to charge anyways oh. because I was just like, I need to kill him. You need to get so, out of the way. Yeah, yeah. I need to move that way. Fuck it. I need to. I need to get in there. I think it was Marlena, like, came in and, like, took a couple swings on him. Yes, it was Marlena. It was Marlena. But, but uh, we'll go ahead and get into kind of these first game, the uh, first game, and then we'll go into the second and third. Uh, we're not going to do a full, like, hey, this is how the game went, but we'll kind of say, here's the pools, here's what we brought, chose, and then kind of, like, how we felt the game went as it kind of progressed. Yep. yep. So the first one we did was actually guard the stash, and it was wedge deployment, and... Yeah, this one was interesting because it had in your face hidden martyrs, vendetta, assassinate, and breakthrough. Right. So this one I was actually kind of scared because I was like, "My God, it's like the pigs are going to be right in my face." Um, so, anyways, I ended up bringing the it's kind of the traditional Parker setup mm. where it's the dead man walking title with Doc, obviously Pearl, Mad Dog, the Hodgepodge. Uh, Benny, and then the last model that I brought was what did I bring that game? Oh, I brought the uh, survivor, the um, scavenger of that game. Yes, and honestly, that was a great pick. Uh, like that in the last list because you did different lists for all three games, but that in the last uh, version of the list, I think was stronger. Like Merlina was surprisingly not as good. Yeah, we'll get into that definitely with that one. Um, do you remember what you ended up bringing that first game, Dixon? Um, you brought pretty much kind of the same list, just different variants of it. So uh, that was the version that I brought the Aramanthian Boar because of the terrain. And honestly, mm -hmm. I didn't take it through. That was it. That was the only reason. Because I think that was probably your rustiest game, too. It was. I think you were still kind of taking rust off. Yeah, it was. Because uh, at the end of the day, I didn't need the Aramanthian Boar, and he ended up being a liability. And yeah. that was the main reason why I kind of like, like, did not focus on 
the aspect of the Aramantia Borer uh, for the second and third game. Like, I didn't even bring him anymore because of that. Yeah. Yeah, so the base... Yeah, and I'm... Actually, I actually had the list, I think, that you brought. You yeah. ended up bringing Bo Peep, Gracie with two Gremlins and a ghillie suit, the Aramanthian Boar, two Swine Curse, and a Hog Whisperer. Right, right. And that was the first of many, many, many instances where I was like, wait, Bo Peep's not a pig? Fuck! <laughs> that can't happen in my way. Yeah, yeah, I think in that game you tried to... What did you try to do? Maybe you tried to bacon beeliner or something? Yes. And I was like, I was like, dude, she's not a pig. And you're like, what? Yes. <laughs> this is atrocious. Yeah, I was like, why is she suey? She should be a pig. She's on a pig. It's like it's like more than fifty percent of the model is a pig. Damn it! <laughs> I was pissed. We'll talk because I think you have an interesting take on her. We'll talk about that at the end of uh, when we're talking about these three games. But this game, I feel like I was worried about it being wedge. But I was also surprised with pretty much I could just start shooting you right out of the gate. So, like, I actually had a pretty hot hand. Like, I think I drew two or three severes. So when I'm playing Parker uh, Barrows, if I ever have two or three severes, I'm looking to kill something with the Ashen Rifle. I'm like, okay, I have these severes. I can stone for guns blazing to get the get the double positive on the damage. What model can I kill? The double po- so I was kind of. By the way, the double positive on the damage part—that is heinous. I dirty, dirty. I did not give it enough power when when I was like reviewing the model. That double positive on the damage is is literally what makes that gun so disgusting. Well, that and ignore hard to kill. Those two put together. Yeah, once or twice per game, that that ashen rifle just it it's clutch. Uh, and they're actually, I think in each of these games, with the exception of the second, actually the second one was just bad for me. We'll, we'll get into that, my salty tears, but, um, the first and third game came in clutch both games. Yep. Um, and, and, and this is it, not it, even its best yeah. action. No, that's the fucked no, up because <laughs> when it got to Parker's, when it got to Parker's activation, you kind of have, you use Bo Peep to kind of move your stuff up a little bit. And you kind of use bacon beeline to push one of your swine curse stuff. Right. So I was able to at that point be like, cool, I'm gonna broken man's lasso you out of cover. And now I'm going to shoot you with the ashen rifle with this hot hand that I have. And pretty much killed your swine curse in two shots just because you had a uh you had a glowy token on Correct. you. Correct. So you could reduce it by one. But if you didn't have a glowy token, I would have one shot yep. at you. Yep. And I was thinking it was like, oh, I'm set six, uh, I'm in cover. I should be fine. And then I realized that blow it all to hell is a thing. And then, yep. you know, comes in the shots and I'm like, still, I'm defense six. That should be fine. I and then <laughs> I don't have the cards to beat your card because I have to match you card to card to be able to beat your attacks. And yep. you just get, you know, it's like, oh, it's exactly. So it's like, oh, OK, cool. So it's, it's flip minus two, right? It's like, no, no, no. I got the trigger. So it's a straight flip. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh. Straight flips up here, take six. Kaboom. <laughs> Pick yeah, and then not only that, but I used Broken Man's Lasso on Gracie to basically push Gracie four and give her staggered. So she's like, move four now. <laughs> no, move two. Or sorry, move two. She's base four, move two with staggered. Oh my God, that was like the, the, 
the most tilting part. It's like, I love you, Gracie, but right now you're being a bitch. <laughs> it was so rough, man. It was so rough. That first game while I was learning how to like get everybody out of the, the, the deployment zone. Oh, that was so bad. Yeah, it really it really punished you because we were also playing on this board where it had this weird kind of funnel towards the middle. Right. Or you could go to the flank. And once you started kind of going into the shooting gallery, you were like, oh, crap, I need to go to this flank. Otherwise, I'm just going to lose all my pigs. Yep. I also I and, didn't, uh, I didn't plan my movements. So I did not even have a, a pathway to scoring until like turn four. So it was just like triple bad. Yeah, Dixon, I do want you to talk about because something you did do in this game that is just it's stupid good with how ridiculously awesome this is. Mm -hmm. Talk about first off, Ulix the Baconator in general, and then talk about him in combination with the stupid Hog Whisperer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we joked about it before about Pokemon in the Bud, because <laughs> you, you basically, you cannot obey uh, the Baconator with Herdom, but the Hog Whisperer has a trigger on his melee attack that doesn't care whatever the hell you are, as long as you're, I believe it's just Beast. Like, that's the only link thing that I yep. care about. He's only, that's it. And then uh, he has tools for the job. So every game, every game, Hog Whisperer would be like, I activate, give me whatever, you know, 12, 11. Sometimes it was like, I'll grab that seven and just toss it back in there because it's a mask. Yeah, just for the mask. Exactly. And then he would just go and poke, poke the, the Baconator twice and he would just get two extra attacks. So... It ended up being on the second game. It was game winning because it basically destroyed your hand. It just destroyed your hand. Yeah. So I think the big thing about that hunter's bow, it's not even the fact that you're taking damage because it's, it's okay damage. I right. mean, it's, you know, two, four, five. Mm -hmm. you, you can basically gain adversary on it. But the big part is the discard, right? The fact that you either have to discard a card or you gain adversary. Oh. So you're just constantly discarding your yep. hand. And, and like, because uh, I remember, I think it was the first game, you're like, I'll get adversary. And then I was like, okay, now you have to discard a card because you can't get adversary. Well, so you have that was because at that at that point, I was I had such a crap hand at that point. I was like, I'll just take the adversary <laughs> and I'm just going to discard cards. That's fine. Yeah, and then you didn't realize at the... That's that's when you learn about the poking in the butt again. And you're like, oh yeah, I, I know yeah. he could do that, but crap. I forgot that he could do that. It's different. It, it's it's very different when you, when you say that, oh, you get a couple extra shots. But when you're in game and it's like you just keep taking these fire, just fireballs everywhere and you're taking damage and you're discarding cards, it's like... This is just terrible. Like this just is not good for the opponent. Yep. It's it's a bad situation to be in. Yeah. I in the whatchamacallit. It also uh, it was a couple of things. So again, the first game it didn't matter. But when he got disguised, when Ulix got disguised, then I couldn't charge him anymore. So it was a lot harder for me to position the Hog Whisperer. Yeah. Uh, but he's still good. Like even if I just have to walk up and do yeah. one action, because you can charge. You can shoot. You can do any action that's not a bonus action. So, you know, like imagine any master being able to do that. And he's he's not that much of a difference. Like he is very powerful. Like I said before, like I still feel that he's basically Nakima with a gun. <laughs> yeah. He's very mobile. Yes. So guard the stash. I actually am becoming a pretty big fan of Parker. 
just because Parker is able to use Broken Man's lasso to move stuff out. Uh, there's a lot of shooting capabilities, so I can like hold an area but still clear people out yeah. um, if I need to. There's a lot of tech. There's blast. There's blow it to hell. So yeah. uh, rats to just clutter things up. That's always good too. Yeah. And that's kind of what started happening after we got to a point where we had to kind of call it because of time and stuff. Right. But we kind of knew where the game was going because pigs were dying too fast. Yeah. And now there were rats popping up and Ulix was kind of going down in health. So yeah, that, that was pretty, pretty big. Because the thing is, uh, I did not respect. I, I, I think Benny hit you for like five off of his bonus rat damage. Nah, like you did that to a, um, to, oh my God, uh, Swankers. He did it to a swine curse, yeah. which I was like, like not expecting at all to be like a problem. Uh, he hit me for five. <laughs> I discarded a glow token to live. Like that was the only reason. Yeah. And then I activated that model, did something stupid with him. No, bullshit. I activated Ulix and turned him into a, a, a war pig. That's what yeah. I did. It's like, oh, bacon beeline, move him out of combat, turn into a war pig, get back in the fight. And that was the only reason why I had one more activation with that model. If not, he would have just died. He was just straight up dead. Yeah. yeah, so that one ended up going. And I think Wedge I was a little worried about, but just guard the stash in general, I feel is pretty good for Parker. Surprising. Um, because they're pretty, they're mobile, they have guns, and they can move you off the objective. Yeah. It's so the damn lasso. Any, Yeah, well, and the, the lasso is the money thing, right? Because yeah. the lasso's putting down scheme markers, the lasso's moving models, putting out staggered. Um, because there were times where I would push a pig back four inches and put staggered on it. And now you can't do Bo Peep's thing. You can't do Ulix's thing to move it. Uh, it's like move four or move two, depending on the model. So it really just stopped you from being super aggressive. Yep. As long as you can do one more, like two, you have to have two beaters, uh, you know, uh, uh, in addition to your master. Because I don't think he's very good at doing damage unless you have the right cards or the right resources in your hand. Because that, you know, the, the, yeah. the kaboom. Because you didn't do his rifle a lot. And it won you the game because of that. That stupid lasso. Yeah. That I did not value oh, yeah. moving somebody four inches and staggering them. It's like a double whammy. Because yeah. now the rest of the, the crew can't touch it. I, I could. Yeah, not only that. There, there was a bottleneck, too, where basically I could put a pig there staggered and now your whole crew's you know basically locked down because this stupid pig's in the exactly. way exactly and and like it made me question on i think it was like mid-second game and i couldn't find a good substitute for a model that can remove conditions in bayou i was like i need something yeah, it's not great it's not great in bayou. yeah i need something and i i think i found some but i'll, I'll look them up in a second but like they're not they didn't fit well for the rest of the crew that game was interesting uh it, i and this is the same thing we talked about last week, where when you're kind of figuring out a crew and what you like to drop it yep. in, this is one where I was like, okay, I can depend on Parker for guard the stash. It's like, that's a good keyword for it. Keep that in the bag. The next one that we did was actually cover ops. And this one we had flank deployment. So it was another one where you could be a little aggressive, uh, had load them up, hidden martyrs, leave your mark, assassinate and set the trap. So, this was an interesting one. I wanted to try, and this was probably the wrong place to drop it, but I wanted to try a Marlena um, in my Parker crew. Mm. So it was basically the same crew. It just had Marlena instead of the scavenger. Right. The scavenger was awesome putting out focus and like pushing my models around and stuff. Right. But um, 
yeah, this one I was like, oh, let's try Marlena. She can soak damage. Maybe that'll be good. I'll be taking some, you know, fire and stuff. Yeah. But the problem with that is I I wasn't aggressive in my unpacking. Mm. So I ended up kind of staying huddled around Marlena. Right. And turn one, I didn't have a lot of great shot opportunities. I think I got a couple maybe on like uh, maybe a random swine cursed or something. Uh, however, you were able to start getting super aggressive with your piglet that you switched into a a uh, war pig. The only difference you had in your list is instead of bringing the Aramanthian boar, you brought Maris and the slop hauler. Yeah. So what what was your mindset in that? That was actually very straightforward. I wanted to get a war pig turn one from a piglet. That's what Maris is there for. And I wanted to have more healing. And, and when I saw, uh, what's her face, um, Merlina, I, I was worried because she has the anti-healing tech. So I thought that you were going to use yep. her as a tank because you had Pearl and the and the Emissary. So I assume, okay, so in this game, I think Pearl, I mean, uh, Merlina is going to move forward, get cover, and then she's going to tank. But you didn't do that, so... I was very aggressive with my picks because of that. I remember I remember after the game, the reason why I was like just shoving picks into your face is I didn't want you to leave your deployment zone. And yeah. I didn't want Merlina to go forward. And I think it was say somewhere like turns two or three, I completely forgot the reason why I did that. And I was just so focused on just throwing more picks at you and shooting you and just like, you know, that I, I, I didn't even think about the tactical reason why I did it in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, by that time, we were, like, yeah. an hour and a half into the game, and I was just like, keep firing. It's working. <laughs> Throw more bacon. Throw more yeah. bacon. Yeah, because – and this one, this was an interesting game because I – like I said, I didn't aggressively move out of the deployment zone because traditionally I've kind of kept – I don't put Marlena up in the front. I kind of keep her in the middle or – somewhere where she's kind of central and can react to stuff as it comes yeah. in. But the deployment zones weren't that great that I had to choose from. There was like a huge house and there was a, something like a forest or crap, like in my deployment zone where I wanted to kind of come out of. Yes. So I had to kind of do this weird, like L shaped deployment instead of being like a bubble deployment. Cause usually I would have liked Marlena kind of next to the emissary, but obviously they couldn't both go there. Yeah. So that struggled. And then I, Basically, I also knew you had your stupid hog whisperer there. Right. So I was like, okay, Ulix is already in range because this is, you know, flank deployment. Because you already with Bo Peep, you <laughs> pushed, moved him up, and you whipped him up. Yeah. So he was already in firing position. So I was like, okay, if I move up too much, I'm just going to catch a bunch of arrows and crap. So I think that, I think I should have just went up into it. I think I should have just you know, out, been like, you know, what, I'm going to out heal it. I'm going to soak damage right. and the positions better than not taking the shots. You know what I'm saying? That's why I thought that you were going to do with Marlena. Like I said, it's like beginning of the game. I looked at the list and I went, Marlena's probably going to tank through the first shots and it's hard to hit her. She's defense seven armor one. Like if she's behind cover. So I was like, I I'm yeah. have to figure out how to deal with that. Yeah. And I think that was just me playing a little too cautious with it. Mm. Um, and trying to, I don't know what I was trying to do. I just, I think by the point I started being too cautious. And then at that point I started having these pigs just, you know, running through my lines. And I was just like, it, it, and I, there was actually a stretch there where I got like some bad luck. So that kind of, you know, tilted me a little right. bit to the point where 
I I couldn't even. I think I was less than six inches outside of my deployment zone. Yeah, for most of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For actually, if it, 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 I think it was like turn four finally when you crossed the midline. That's how stupid. Yeah, yeah. And it was your master. Like for some reason, you finally broke out, and it was Parker, the only model past the midline that that I was. He was like fucking done. He was like, I'm out. I'm out. Asher. Yeah, and and after and after the game, I I actually was like, you know, I didn't analyze the board correctly either because there was like this huge uh, train trailer that it was height two, and in my mind, I was like, that was height four. Ah. So your pigs being so big, I could have honestly just kind of moved my line that way and still shot you. But in my mind, I was like, that's a dead area because I can't see anything when I, in actuality. Yeah, because my pigs are like size three and four. Pretty much all of them were size yeah. three or four. You're right. That that was a, a miss on both our ends because I didn't even shoot you through that either. Uh, yeah. But the big one. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't over there, so you didn't have to. <laughs> right. But like the big one, the one that I, I came off after the game completely with like, man, I should have done something about that was you gave me basically the entirety of the north uh west uh, quadrant like if you divide the 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 map in four oh yeah you gave me the entire top you know right like i mean top left literally that entire area was mine and then you basically had almost nothing on this little corner and then your entire crew was like over here yeah and covert and kind of so i took leave your mark and i took load them up which are usually good for parker Mm -hmm. But getting so stuck in my zone because basically I had both your swine curse just running through my lines. You had a war pig crashing through my lines. Right. You looks just chucking arrows. So I was just stuck in that moment because and I remember there were points where I was trying to hit or disengage or push you or something. Yep. And it just wasn't hitting. Yep. And since I'm on my side, I couldn't even score for leave your mark and load them yep. up. Um, and I didn't have a model that I could just send off. And that was a problem. Like I brought Marlena. So like I could maybe score one covert op, but like the other ones were since it's diagonal, right? I would have to send somebody off. And it's like, okay, who am I gonna send off at this point? It's like everybody's stuck. That's here. a good that's a good point from like the, the the following game. That's true. Uh you you were down not only on actions, but like models to do a job. Because you were so concentrated yeah. into your game plan, which is good because, like, your attrition was still disgustingly strong. I had to, like, do oh, yeah. three picks to one model, and it was barely working. Like, I think it was, like, turn two when it finally, like, a stack of dominoes models on your side of the field started dropping. Yeah, I didn't love also. I, I was only able to bring five stones, so I didn't love that also with Marlena. It brought my stone count down a yeah. bit, which is tough because you have three henchmen or you have two henchmen in your master. Yeah. Uh, but, but this um, next game, though, I oh my god, I struggle so hard to redo the mission because, like, one of the things about the second game is uh, one of the thought processes that came to my head was uh, the safest place in a gunfight in this game is to be in melee. <laughs> it's true. Like everyone's like, oh, yeah. uh, you want to be not in line of sight? It's like, no, 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 no. If you're not in line of sight, you're not also playing the game. You're just like yeah. doing nothing. So the safest place while also playing the game is to be in melee. And and it worked. Third game? Yeah, so the third game was kind of interesting. And just kind of going back to the second game, um, I don't mind Parker into Covert Ops. I just feel like 
I think my flex piece needs to be something that can kind of jump off and score me one strategy point and then also score me a scheme point. Right. So um, I don't know, maybe Midnight Stalker would have been better there than Marlena. Um, I don't know. I think he could have basically he could have helped do load him up and he could have helped get one of the strat points. Okay. So it's possible. Also, the unpacking, uh, since that piece in the middle, you realize that you could actually shoot through it. You could probably yeah. reposition in a better way. Yeah, and that's that's why I like what we're doing with all this because the reps are helping kind of figure out these different maneuvers and different overlooks that you have with certain parts of your. Program. Oh yeah, but either like, it's kind of funny because like, either I'm losing or or winning. At the end of the game, there's feelings that we like kind of like have to unpack. So we had, there's like a waiting <laughs> period after the game where we cool down and say a whole bunch of random shit that doesn't have anything to do with how to win the game. Let's let's just say there's no there's no hurt feelings uh, with what Dixon and I say to each other yeah. during and after a game. Yeah. Uh, we have some strong feels after a game. That's all I'm going to no, say. But, like, it's, it's a, <laughs> in my opinion, it's a good way to like unwind because like we'll be like, that fucking is. model is a piece of shit. Uh, I hate him. And then all of a sudden after the game, man, that model's really good. And you calm down. Yeah, exactly. After you calm down, it's like, man, that model's really good. Well, that's why there, there's some people that are like, yeah, you guys should like stream some of these like vassal games. I was like, oh, you know, I, I'll think about it. I'll see if I can get the setup for it. But. I wish. Okay. So the problem, and, and listeners, and I'm sorry again, but it is clearly my equipment. Look at my internet connection. You can barely see my mouth move. <laughs> so if we were to stream it, my end would just basically crash and yeah that, that's what we have to play with is like yeah. if we we're able to like if i might be able to use obs where it doesn't put any stress on your end but i'll have to see if the audios we'll try it we'll basically try it not streaming first right. just kind of a record right. and i think we might have to do it that way just so there's not a, a situation yeah, i there. i try i tried streaming it on my end so I personally mm -hmm. cannot stream it. I think you you're yeah. gonna be fine if you do it, uh, but I can't have a, a visual. So if we stream yeah. a game, I'm yeah, it won't be visual exactly. So yeah, it'll just be us, you know, BSing and talking, and the little uh, little circles moving around. <laughs> but uh, this actually, this last one I thought was going to be interesting, and I wasn't sure how it was going to work out, but it was corner. So right now we were tied one one. You won one, and I won right. one. This was kind of like the tiebreaker, like, you know, winner take all. Yeah. So this is corner carve a path, uh, vendetta, public demonstration, spread them out, load them up and in your face. Uh, I ended up taking uh, vendetta with load them up. And, and I took basically the same list, except for instead of Marlena, I took a prospector and a bandito. Right. Which only left me with, I think, five or six stones, but it was still, it felt really good, yep. um, personally, <laughs> just because it, it more models, more actions, you know, and te you tend to need that on Carve a Path. Mm -hmm. And uh, you pretty much brought the same list uh, you brought, except for you didn't bring a piglet. You brought Maris, Hog Whisper, Two Swine Curse, Gracie, Bo Peep, and Ulix with the upgrade. So after reviewing the game, honestly, I think this this came down to a tiny bit of luck. Uh, we played very equally. I want to say in like terms. It was a close game. Yeah. yeah, but there was a there was two instances where your mad dog shot and just randomly on a neck flip, like hit, and then 
got too severe. Exactly. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And he just blew up a, a, a key model. Like it was one of the, I think, I think he, I think you read Joker to damage flip too. Uh, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a swine I think, curse. I think, Cause I remember he was like almost full life and you literally killed him off the table. And I'm like, I was not expecting yep. that at all. Like you didn't even have yep. to do blow it out to hell. Like he just like, I'm just yep. going to charge over there. Boom. He's dead. I'm like, yeah, he was kind of he was just he was kind of on the left extreme of my bubble because you know Parker Two is a, a loose bubble crew. It's a decent area, yeah. but part or Mad Dog was kind of off on the side by himself, right. and he was just cranking rounds downrange. Sure, yes. And then <laughs> uh, the other thing wasn't luck so much as you planned it out ahead, and I didn't even think about it. Which was Gracie is hard to kill, but Parker ignores it. And that, that yeah. was big. That was huge. I, I it didn't even. I thought I thought you were gonna say a big moment was turn one when Parker one shotted your damn whisperer. No, that was skill. Uh, I I went and uh, what you call it? Well, you want to kind of explain it because so, Parker did one shot your hog whisperer, and you kind of put him where I could see right, him. Right, right. So I yeah, I did put him where you could see it, but I also put him in cover, and I did the math, and I went well. The only way that. Uh, Parker, because Parker was the only one that could actually reach it. By the way, I want to be yeah. very clear. Uh, clear. I, I, yeah, it was fourteen away. Right, right, right. And I was like, okay, so Parker's the only one that can get it. So if if Parker gets it, then I get three shots with the with a baconator. Uh, I don't think he can kill him. I have the good hand in my hand. The only way that he can kill it if he if he red jokers the hit. So. I think I'm going to be fine with that. If he read Joker said, he deserves it. That was what I said. <laughs> I did. So I I did have the red Joker in hand. And you moved him there. And I was like, do I just go up and kill this? It's like, does that feel right? I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Let's let's kill this little bunker. Yep, yep. And then it was like, that's not very, like, it's a little bit of luck. But it's not like big luck. The fact that you had the red Joker—that's the only thing that's. Lucky it, yeah, it's probability, right? It's like he could have it, and if he has it, there's really not much I can do. Yeah, it's do. A one in fifty-four chance, you know, plus the seven cards that you draw, blah 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 blah. Like whatever the math ends up being, uh, I took a gamble, and the gamble did not pan out, and I, it probably cost me the game. But I don't like after thinking about the game a, whole, a bunch of times, I didn't really come up with with something solid. So that one I didn't count. The one that I, I counted was like, yeah, no, the double negative into double severe on the fucking swine curse did cost me like two points. So I was like, yeah, no, that was that was huge. That was like insanely big. Yeah. And the Gracie thing was not luck. That one I didn't plan out correctly, and you did, and we both didn't even know that the gun ignore hard to kill at the time. Well, until we kind of because we had to take a break and when we came back i was like oh man gracie's yeah dead. and i was like and, and it's not like we didn't know no it's like we didn't even pay attention to that until until yeah. it mattered and then all of a sudden you were the one that brought it up it's like gracie's dead i was like wait what it's like yeah gracie's super dead and you showed me the gun <laughs> and i'm like gracie's super fucking dead i well shit <laughs> what do we do now and i was like we'll undo it to the point right before she dies and then we'll go back to there and i was like all right cool yeah, and it, it honestly, the only di I mean, it's a big difference because we actually played out Gracie's activation next as if she lived, and we luckily we were doing Vassal, so we were able to rewind yeah. it. But well, we did, Gracie able, was well, actually no, what to say but, real quick. We did one activation only. 
Like the, the difference between Gracie mm. then and now to go back was one activation. And in that one activation, Gracie went back to full health. Yeah, and she killed Ben. And, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it was like a two-point swing. It was just like massive. It was. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But it didn't... It, so Gracie was dead, and that was fine. But actually, Maris was able to come over and like dump Benny and kill him because Benny only had like three or four health. Yeah, Benny had five health, but the big one was Gracie going back to full health because she... Yeah, that was the big Yeah, one. she was the vendetta. She was vendetta on Benny. So if she killed Benny, you didn't get the last point, and I got one point as long as she lived. Yeah. So it was like a huge two point swing. It was it was big. It was. Uh, so yeah, no, yeah. I, I was like, damn, this is this is massive. Uh, is there a way I can recoup? Oh, that's right. I'm gonna use Bo Peep. She's a pig, right? In the arms of Because <laughs> I think you were wanting to like switch Bo Peep into like a bigger pig. Yes. I was like, there's models that right. are on fire. I was, like, I was like, Dixon, she's. I was like, Dixon, she's not a pig again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. It happened like five times. Is this in these three games? Well, and like then you times. also, you were like, I'm gonna go base to base, and you know, I'm gonna go ahead and right. take a damage to stampede on you, and you're also on fire. I'm like, no, I'm not on fire. You're not a pig. You're not. Yeah, you're not a pig. I'm like, and I'm gonna cross you up with the releases on. You're like, you're not a pig, Dixon. We for you forgot about this. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> why is she even here yeah. no i started <laughs> questioning her because i was like i i'm just gonna have to start bringing old major because yeah like she was not doing like outside of unpacking she wasn't doing anything else like for the rest of the game so i also want to say this game i think th actually you know all three games i'm sorry the hodgepodge emissary is just clutching this list yes it's not even fair actually, it's <laughs> It's not even. It's <laughs> okay. So my biggest issue with him is the this bonus action, because on that yeah. list, that bonus action is basically move a model three inches and give it fast, and and do damage, and do and do AOE damage. It's not even like yeah. One model. So yeah, ping two ping models within two. Yeah, take a That's damage. So like for no reason, like like you don't pay cards, you don't you don't do anything. You just like hey you do the thing and the model does the thing <laughs> but where it really paid off in game three mm -hmm. is i i put uh, memento on parker right because things were starting to get hairy so i was able to activate the hodgepodge heal parker up do weary road to do a damage to at that point you had a wild boar and ulix oh and, and and then I was able to clarify real quick because like it sounds like you're just like finally destroying everything that I love and hold dear. It's like while that is true, I was also destroying everything that you, like I think we ended up yeah, with, like, you, you were about to kill Parker if I didn't do something. Yeah, like literally they were at the end of the game for you, you in that game you have five models left that were all below half health and you had healed yep. basically back to full like three or four times. Yeah, it was it was this constant, you know, up and down of health health levels. But yeah, the, the clutch moment was you were kind of going heavy. I mean, Ulix was on Parker. You had this wild boar on Parker and I was able to heal him up to, I think nine or so. Yeah. And then after that, I went ahead and discarded a card to Memento into him because right. I was within six of him. So then I was able to activate Parker, kill the swine cursed. And then that's when I charged out with running gun to then kill Gracie with the six damage off of my uh, off my rifle, yeah. 
So it, it was uh, it was clutch, and that's why the upgrades on the emissary are pretty dirty. Yep, yep. Also, you moved them out of combat with a bonus action again. Yep. Like that's the main reason why you were able to like charge out is because you were not no longer in combat. Yep. It, and you did damage at the same time, like you said. It, it's it's such a like a, it's three things in one, like for no uh, resource really, because it's a bonus action that. I think it's the only bonus action he has. So it's yeah. really, it's not a resource. You have to activate a model, and the model just says, that guy, get him out of here. Well, see, that's why in Dead Man Walking, that's why you always bring Pearl, you always bring Mad Dog, you always bring the Hodgepodge, and you always bring Benny. And then you just have a flex of one or two models you can bring. I tell you what, though, the Bandito on Carve was pretty solid, just pushing the rock around. Yes. Uh, that actually kept... Um, that actually kept Bo Peep busy for an extra turn because I pushed your marker back on yours. So you're like, crap, now I got to waste Bo Peep and send it back over. Yeah. Uh, and then also the prospector was pretty freaking good because of all the scheme markers. Because he was free. Not only did he give you... And, I'm, and, you're, and you're getting stones back. Correct. So like he he basically was free because you had a soul stone uh, cache of like five when we started. So you, you didn't... You were not I, empty. I did. And then on top of that, he made you stones. He made you ski markers. He was an activation. He could potentially attack if he needed to. Like, I, I was so upset with that model because I was like, I know he's super. Actually, I, I only start with four soul stones with that prospector. In the well, list. shit. Still, you ended up the game with nine. <laughs> and the prospector basically cost you one. Yeah, yeah. And there was way too many other things that were like, because the thing about that prospector is that he made his money back because he was the lowest threat out of everybody yeah like pearls number one the emissary is, is an opportunity costing like if you use them earlier because i'm about to murder somebody i have to throw everything into the emissary which i did like twice and you did and you never again did that you're like i'm gonna activate pearl before i activate the emissary fuck that yeah and also the the prospect was good because like you were saying it's good early activation or late, just you know, depending on what you you don't need to do anything yeah. with it. And then since there's so many scheme markers, it's like cool. I'm gonna praise that one. Oh look, I get to make a new scheme marker because I flipped a severe. Go ahead and place that. Oh, that's a point of damage to models. Blah blah blah. Or it's just setting up fast for another model, and you're drawing cards off of it. Even if it's the min, and you just card cycle off of a praise. It's still good. You still get crap out of your hand. Yeah, no, he was uh, he was basically an interactive pass token. Yeah, he yeah. was a pass token that, yeah, that they... allowed you to do other stuff in between. I agree. And it's just, it was solid. Plus, since there's so many scheme markers, you always get your little push somewhere. Yeah. So that makes it where most times you don't even have to move. Yeah. Um, it was just good. Oh, no, 100%. Like, I, I was looking for a model like the Prospector for removing conditions. And like my options, the best option that I had was Big Brain Bryn. And it just didn't fit for the rest of the, the plans that I had. It's like, he's too expensive. He doesn't do anything else. He gives me cards. That's about it. That's it. I was literally the, like the best choice. Yeah. Yeah. Bayou doesn't have a lot of good condition removal. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. So you can't really get rid of staggered and stuff like that. So yeah, I was so disappointed. <laughs> like, because the options for removing conditions are really bad. Like, one of the options is the backup assistant from Whizbang. Like, yeah, hell, yeah, 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 who the hell wants to do that to themselves? I'm like, Jesus Christ, people. 
Yeah, Bayou definitely uh, can struggle with that. I mean, like I said, it's like Bryn has sober up, so fantastic, but he's also line points. What yeah. am I going to remove for that? You know, there's like that's two pieces of support that I have to remove. And it's a lot of points for you're not getting a pig. It's a lot of points for you're not getting a pig. Literally, it's a lot of points for removing conditions and drawing cards. That's that's all you're paying. You're paying nine points for removing conditions or drawing cards. After, so I'll share my my point of view after this. Yeah. So, you know, Dead Man ends up getting it to one out of these three games. And that third game was a lot of fun. That was a really close game. <laughs> so it was fun to kind of see the back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely... The thing I pretty much took away from this is I like the list very mobile. um, And I'm starting to find a lot of good tech picks that I'm playing around with it. So it's really kind of figuring out that flex picks and where I like to put them into which uh, strategies and schemes. Um, And even realizing that there's a lot of pools, even um, really even cursed objects. Deadman could even do cursed objects decently well. It's a pretty tanky crew that, you know, can kill stuff at range and just kind of do its thing. Yeah, if you... The only drawback that I can see, and it's, this is, like, insanely rare, is you find you find yourself against a crew that's both, like, highly mobile and, like, can ignore a whole bunch of your healing. And not many Damn. choices like that. Like, if you play against Von Stuck and Von Stuck somehow gets in, in the middle of your lines, that could be a problem. Same thing with Jackdaw. Like, there's a few. There's a, a few models that can, like... Make your life a living hell, but the the if you look at the spread, there's like eighty percent of the entire spread of people that you're going to see in that mission that you just manhandle very well. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, because you got to think in Parker, you have healing, right. you have movement, you have ways to move your opponent, you have staggered, which is really big for threats coming in. You have um, upgrades to help with some wonky combos. You have ping damage. You have armor piercing. Uh, you have blast stuff. So there's just, you can ignore cover. Yep. Uh, the one thing I, I didn't use well that I need to start doing mm-hmm. is using Mad Dog's Blow It to Hell to trigger uh, Pearl's reformed ability. Because each turn you remove it, she sees that, and then that procs a heal. Correct. So it's a good way just to put a random ping heal out there just to help keep the crew up. Um, so I need to start using that that way a little bit. Yeah, more. I mean, Mad Dog doesn't have any other bonus actions, right? Yeah, yep. so you do it literally just to heal yourself one. <laughs> so gross. Yep. <laughs> yep, just each turn, I, I'm going to put this, put it back down. Yep. Okay, I, heal somebody. You don't one. even have to, like, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, cheat for it. Unless it's, like, absolutely necessary. You can just, like, flip a card that I yep. get it or whatever. Like, literally, you're done. Yeah, I mean, and you only need, like, a five for it to go off, so chances are it's probably going off. Yeah, I'm, I'm reviewing, by the way, the uh, other models that I can have. The other best option is a Banjonista. When was the last time you saw one of those? I've never seen a Banjonista on the table. Yeah, well, for a five of tomes, it can remove all conditions on a target model. So you have to have doesn't seem great. Exactly. You have to have a five of tomes to be able to do it. And that's it. That's, I mean, damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zip can bring Johan. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, Staggered sucks. I When I was playing Brewmaster 2, Staggered was terrible. They'd get Staggered and it's just like, okay, this like shuts down half my crew. Yeah, it's actually it reminded me of something that one of my friends... Oh, Angel. I talk to him about all the time. But he... he, he and actually, Nick, 
there's one more person that I've heard, but I, I guess I'm not as acquainted with them. But both of them said something about like range stagger sucks, especially if it either kicks your ass while it's doing it, like you know the doing damage, like the pell rider, because the pell rider, you know, from t- from downtown take four damage and stagger is sucks balls. And the other one is yeah. if it moves you. So if you can find a model yeah. that does all three, you just basically destroy that model. That's basically like getting that model out of the game twice. Yeah, and Parker kind of does all three because you have drop it. So if they're within 10, they'll take that point of damage. Um, but usually you don't get that just because you sometimes you want to push them out. So now they're outside of 10, but they're staggered, which is the bigger I thing. I wasn't even counting on, on the damage from the, from the ski marker because you're right. Yeah. But he basically moves you a move, like a, like a walk action in any direction, four inches. And then he staggers you, which makes it so that you have to spend two move actions to get back in the fight. So that's three actions. Dude, and how, how long is that lasso? It's a 10-inch range lasso. Right. It's like, how much rope is Parker just throwing around, you know? Yeah, if you hit two models with it, you basically ruin those two models' activations for the next turn. Because... Yeah. yeah, unless you have a way to safely remove the conditions. Again, Von Stuck, very good at it. You know, certain models are very good at removing that. But the vast majority of the game... Pandora. <laughs> Pandora. Yeah, but the vast majority of the game, it's like, well, I'm, I'm effed. Like, Pandora has a Lysa and Pandora herself who can just go remove, remove, I'm done. Like, I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. I actually, I'd like your opinion on the bonus for, for Dead Man Walking. So, Stare Down doesn't seem like opponents would worry about it but i actually think it's something you should worry about it gives them an additional shot if necessary with the lasso or with the gun i think that alone makes that bonus action like money by itself it's fine it's not like like i absolutely need to have this but you can get a free shot exactly and your opponent it's like do i really want to you know cheat a high card when i know for a fact that he has a card to beat it on the other side because it's stat seven, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the uh, so frustrating when you think about it. So it's funny because I didn't do this too much, but there's a lot of people, and it, it, it's probably because you and I are both aggressive players, so I didn't necessarily need to. Right. But a lot of times you'll use Broken Man's Lasso on your own models to move them up the board or into a better position. Right. Uh, I didn't really have to do that too much just because... Um, Actually, you know, there there might have been some spots I could have used that to get out of melee. Right. Actually, I need to I need to use that better because there was times where Mad Dog got locked down and I could have just broken man lassoed him out. Yeah, there. I don't remember any specific instances, but I remember that we talked about in, in all three games and I said, you're not using the broken land lasso to get your beaters out of combat because you could have done that to. Oh, there was one instance that you got really salty where you activated uh, Mad Dog. Mad Dog had to put some some cigarette burns on somebody and out of his yeah. three actions and i missed he, it, he missed it <laughs> the first two times and the last one you did it just because you were so salty that you're like fuck it i'm just gonna flip for it and you got it and you're like why couldn't you do that the first two times and i'm like why didn't you just activate your master and just move him out of melee well it's because the master already activated that's why you say that but you could also just like walk away you could just say i disengage see i mean sure <laughs> i mean but it in my experience, disengage sucks anyway. So, oh, please. because it 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 would have been okay against the pigs, 
but against most crews that have like a one inch reach or so, it's like, oh, you do it and you're still in melee. That's fine. Like, but you didn't have any card at that point. If I remember correctly, that game you didn't have cards. In I hand. was being greedy and I wanted to put injured on you so I could blast. Exactly. You. So you're like, well, I have no cards in hand, but this better succeed. And it didn't succeed. You're like, well, why didn't you succeed? I'm like. You have no resources. No, I wanted to put injure. Yeah, because you made me discard my whole hand because you're stupid master. Yeah. Frustrating. Five shots. Blood boiling. Yeah, five shots of the cards from your opponent's hand. Seems good. So I think the real question here is, are you going to keep Bo Peep in your Ulex No, list? I already swapped her out. It's... it's Major. Yeah, what do you what do you swap her? You so you really don't you don't even like the races on and then whipping Ulix up? No, not anymore. Yeah. Okay. So what are you putting in there instead? So I'm changing my game plan. Uh, you, the crew already has ways to push. Uh, what's his face uh, forward, Baconator? You have the the Swankers. Swankers can just go bonus action, move forward four inches, and then I do my own thing. Uh, so that's eight inches. You can move him before anybody else. So that's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, I have a tech piece now. I have about 10 points. So I put in old major for like general purposes. And I'm going to swap him out for the Aramanthian Boar if the map is just garbage. Like, you know, just it, it, severe terrain as far as the eye can see. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's it. So old major, by the way, uh, I have played it extensively. Uh, He's great for damage and nothing else. And he's a huge liability for people that are very aggressive, like, you know, Pete here. If Pete literally wants yeah. to kill the, the old major, he's defense four. He's going to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So last thing that I want to talk about is I ended up getting, uh, talking with Liam uh, as a whole on uh, that those of you that know him on discord and the funny thing is I was talking to him about he played a list recently that he's been running into cursed objects and he was like so I played this three times and I had my first opponent quit turn two uh, just because it was going so poorly and then the other games I also won and it was pretty good okay and as an opponent I feel the same way as that other guy. It's like, I, we, yeah. Because, well, the question is, is it good or is it just frustrating and boring to play against? That's kind of my take on it. I think it's both. So, but the, here's the general list. Okay. So it's into cursed objects. And if you don't know how cursed objects reads, basically if a model with one or more cursed tokens is killed, the opposing model may discard one of those tokens. Then regardless of if the token was discarded. All remaining tokens are removed and placed, blah, 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 closest, blah. If the killed model is buried, tokens are instead placed on any models. Okay, at the end of each turn, crew models gain one VP if it discarded a curse token from an enemy model that turn, or there are no enemy models in play. So there's the premise for this list, right? You have to score that way with cursed. The list to prevent you from doing so is actually a Hamlin list. Now, Hamlin obviously brings his three stolen. They're insignificant, so they don't get any curse tokens. Then you bring Nyx. Okay, so you have the stolen, you have Nyx. And then you just flush out the list with 12 Malifaux rats. And upgrades. And you put, you put upgrades. Yeah, and you put Sir. 
you put Servant of the Dark Powers onto Nyx and you put it onto Hamlin. That gives them a six-inch move at the beginning of the game. They heal if they kill something. <laughs> and then for reasons, you put Soldiers for Hire on two of your uh, Stolen, which actually isn't terrible because it makes them hard to kill. It was clutch. And it literally won the game on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and the question is because you can actually burn down and kill like Hamlin and Nyx if you're aggressive like me and you overextend right. them. Because we played this and you played Angler, which was fine. But you're like, so even if I kill your henchman and your master, I'm still only getting two points there. How do I win the game past that? So do you want to, we'll do an episode about like the general like reasons for the power, for, but like in our game, do you want me to say it? Do you want me to say my, my so, uh, thoughts on it, on the game that we played? Yeah, yeah, go yeah, go ahead. We'll t- we'll, we're going to do, once we come back to Outcast right. for deep dives, okay. we're going to do Hamlin in general. Okay. Um, but go ahead and talk about your thoughts as you were playing against So this. the cancer that is this list is so aggressively, like, oh, I, it, it's annoying, frustrating. Yeah, all that stuff, right? But no, it's also incredibly smart in that you have one of the basically top five hardest henchman in the game to kill on Nyx and it heals itself and it's like only eight points it's so many there's so many things about this right so let's look at the schemes when we played do you have it because I remember like yeah so I mean your your choices from it were leave your mark secret meetup in your face public demo and vendetta right so three out, three out of uh, the five, you had to basically interact with my two models that you yes. could. And public demonstration on Nyx is, is like a suicide pact. Like you just do that, get maybe one point and die. I was like, and Vendetta, you only had like one good option into Nyx, I guess. That was the only one. I was like, oh, oh good. You're so hurting. So you're probably you're probably scoring like leave your mark, and that's probably about that was it. the problem. Like I had to kill your master or your henchman again, one of the hardest henchmen to kill in the game for one point. I yeah. it. I think we got to like turn three, and I score zero. I just could yeah. not even leave your mark. Even leave your mark because you're like, all right, I'm gonna leave your mark. This and you're like. No, you're not. <laughs> just get over here. <laughs> All the yeah. way out. And Nyx was just a, a giant. Like I, I think I put Nyx down to like two health like twice in the entire game. Well, and it was funny because you were using um Angler. You were using yeah, you're using Angler, but you had Cervantes and he was boss at clearing out them rats. Yeah. I mean, I made him his mission. I was like, I need to clear out as many rats as possible after he activates How, his fingers. However, However, I was drawing a lot of cards because of right. that. So then when I activated Hamlin, I was like blowing up your models. Yeah. Well, I, I, I remember telling you, it's like, no, I sacrificed my master at that point because you're going to kill him anyway. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is with the, uh, with the stolen, with the soldiers for higher upgrade, I actually was able to use their vomit disease or whatever to kill your master to then like draw three cards and get a soul stone. So uh, to the listeners, my master... Because uh, the angler is actually very mobile, so I took the the because it was the yeah, it was the version with the silhouette, the one that has a silhouette stump. So I got him across the table to within basically one inch of of like two rats and two children, and that's when it came. We we both came to realize. Oh no, I came to the realization. Oh great, I can't actually kill these children because they're 
they're stolen soldiers. It's hard to yeah, kill. they're not children. They're soldiers. Shit. Yeah, and I actually even I actually, I and I played that a little bad because I should have moved at least one or two of the the stolen up to be within range of Hamlin. So when Hamlin did die, I could just be like, "Cool, I'm gonna heal five. Yeah. But that's just not having reps with it. And I, I we talked about this after the game. This list is just not interactive and you have these two so i will say you have two really cool interactions like activations right. i mean so hamlin and nix both are really cool and i really love their activations but then the rest of it you're just like dicking around with rats you're, you're annoying your opponent that's all you did yeah. you you basically like all right deny 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 oh you're gonna get a, a point okay what do i have to do for you not to get that point I'm gonna do that thing. It almost it almost felt like playing Guild Ball again, where you kind of play your standoff game, and then you bring a model in, you kill it, and then you bring a model in, you kill that model. It, it felt a lot like that playing Guild. Ball. I hated that with a passion. I played Mortician. Me, me too. Towards the end of my Guild Ball games, because I love that faction, and for the longest time they were OP, and nobody wanted to play it at the at the group that we were in. And yeah. I don't remember it being as disgusting <laughs> as what you were doing with Hamlet. So I don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And there's some variants you could do to this to make it more interacting and make it more fun for your opponent. But it's still, it, I think you have to be a player to play this list. I think you have to be somebody who's a patient player who is good at scheme denial, but also good at picking the best opportunities. Mm. And I'm not that person. I like engagement. I like watching bloodshed. I like watching people do things. So it, it, it's it's a cool concept. And I it's probably honestly the best Hamlin list that I actually have seen that I would play. Yeah. Because the, the rat engine I hate just because it usually blows up in your face and you don't get any value out of it. Well, the big, the big, 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 big strength of this list is the lack of points that your opponent can, can get. At yeah. least it's an opponent. Yeah, and if they're that's what I saw. And if they're wasting actions on like killing rats, it's like, okay, this is great. I mean, thanks for killing rats. Really, it did like fuck all. Like I killed as I had to kill literally every single rat. And even after killing every single rat, I was like, okay, how do I get points now? Because I think Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is great. Uh yeah, I was like, <laughs> I I stopped his uh resource engine because it was a resource engine. Now what do I do? And that was the issue, like I did not get any schemes that I could do without directly interacting with your master. I mean, leave your mark technically is, but you basically were central. Like you were six inches away from the center. So if I yeah. sent anybody to the center, you would just like murder them. So I got one point and yeah. lost a model. And that one point was not going to beat your three or four. <laughs> Yeah, last thing I want to ask you about, and this doesn't have to do with that gross Hamlin list, yeah. um, which is, like I said, it's fine. Uh, there are some pools where it's like you might only get three or four points off of playing against right. it. So just kind of be aware if you play against that Hamlin list, it's like you're just not going to score a lot. So you got to be very particular on what you yeah. do. But I was going to ask you, this is the first time I saw you bring Auntie Mel, and I wanted to get your your thoughts on on her. Oh, she's fine. She's the beater everybody loves. I'm I'm that's it it's not the she's not very intricate she is another beater with a gun dude but her with bruce like chewing on a model is super good that was fun i'm not gonna lie that was like hilarious because if they're within six inches of anti-mail you can just go okay chew on him now accomplice yeah. now 
blast them to hell. That yeah. happened to to Hamlin once, because uh, I remember you like you had like three cards in the instance that I actually caught you, and and that was a mistake, by the way, to the listeners. I activated anti melt when I needed to activate a uh, what's a bush bushwhacker? Skull no, no, bushwhacker. Yeah, okay. I needed to activate a bushwhacker so he could drop a trap and then force oh. to start taking damage. Yeah, because he can. You were. Well, because a because a rat a rat moved up and destroyed your pit trap. <laughs> well, the first time, a rat moved up yeah. and, and and that was on me again because I did not think of the rat being able to do that at the time. I forgot rats can eat through destructible terrain. It is a thing that they're famous for, and I completely forgot about it. The rat died, but he died for the uh, the Lord's yeah. Work. He did God's work, but uh, yeah, no, that was it. That was. So instead of activating the bushwhacker and putting Hamling in a fuck barrel, basically, because let's be honest, you activate Hamling after that, and he's taking like three damage and three injured yeah. the entire time. Anyway, so oh, yeah. I activate anti mail, and anti mail just blew him to hell and back. I think she hit him for like six damage total after stones and and hits and shit like that. Uh, she was great. She was yep. great. Also, you stopped me from getting a trigger. Oh, uh, uh, critical strike! You're like, you get no crit. Fuck. Yeah, you're, you're like, I, I'm gonna get double critical strike, and I was like, well, I'm gonna remove that blight token so you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like I did not think that through. And the funny thing is, like, she. Had well, you, you you didn't realize you were within six. You're like, oh crap. Right. Correct. Oh, well, that's the that's the thing. Like, I should have checked first, but I was so excited that I did the wombo combo that I completely forgot. Oh wait, I am within six because if I wasn't within six, then the dog wouldn't be able to accomplish it to her. Oh, so tilting. <laughs> I mean, I ended up killing him, and even after I killed him, yeah. it was still like, okay, now what? Like, I got one point. Yeah, I got a point. Yeah. I got a point. I, I think <laughs> we ended the game four to two your favor or five to two your favor. Yeah, I mean, I, you would probably would have got two for leave your mark. Maybe. So maybe, maybe it would have been a draw? No, maybe it would have been three to five your favor. Yeah. Because you were already at or three, you, and you were like on your way to get two more points. Yeah, I'm serious too. Like it's, it was that easy. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you already had three models with like four blight on them, and they were like a three life each. And all you had to do was activate yeah. Nick's laser, then run away. <laughs> a thousand percent. True. Yeah. And then your children could yeah. move forward and start vomiting all over people. It was so blit. <laughs> oh, it was so frustrating. But any other random thoughts, either with that or anything else, Dixon, before we uh, get up on yeah, out Yeah, please don't nerf that list. That list is doing great because of the mission. It's not because it's OP. Please don't nerf that list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, if there's a different scheme pool where it's not as killy or model-centered, right. like if there was like spread them out or breakthrough, you can easily get four points through that. Yeah. So you could be like, cool, I'm not going to interact with this and I'm going to get four and maybe you try not to give him any points. Yeah. And maybe the Hamlin player struggles to get maybe two from the strat. Yeah. And it, it could be a really, it, it, it would suck because it would be a boring yep. game, but you can play around it. There's like, just because it's a, just because it's not fun to play against doesn't mean you should nerf it. It's just like, you know, that kind of person just uh, chose disease today i don't know what to they tell you they didn't choose violence they chose the they chose disease <laughs> it, it is funny i dude i i will say it was pleasant to see 12 rats on the table that that was something i did enjoy because i like seeing a bunch of just malifaux rats yeah. 
It was not easy though, because like your unpack- both our unpackings were garbage. At the end of the game, we talked about it for yeah. a little bit. Like my angler unpacking was terrible, and your Hamlin unpacking did not matter to you. And at the end of the game, because I wasn't very good with the anglers, it it really didn't matter. But it was awful too. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Um, what I probably should have done is I should have left pretty much all the rats on the deployment line and just made you do your pass tokens. Yep. And then just, I don't know, maybe with the ones after the pass tokens are used, then maybe move those rats up yep. and be like, cool, now these rats will start moving up, but everybody else is kind of on the line. Right. And then use, then I can use Hamlin's activation to move the ones that are on the back line up three inches. Um, so there, there's a couple unpacks that you could learn from that. Honestly, I don't think it's really my play style. I probably, I might modify it and try it again, maybe putting like an obedient wretch in there, but I, I don't think it'll still make my rotation. Honestly, it's cancer. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like the, we were talking about it. It's like the, uh, back in, I think it was GG zero. It was the double, uh, what are those stupid desolation desolation lists that I made that you can only score? I think it was a grand total of like two, like a point or two or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. Even- yeah, because when they die, they they turn into the stupid little dudes who are only worth like one point. It wasn't even like my original idea. I played against a guy that was playing Corfi, and Corfi turned into mannequins, and that was the reason why I was like, "Wait, so I can't score any points because you're a mannequin?" It's like he's like, "Right, well, shit." I need to figure out if I can do that with <laughs> Outcast, and then I started looking into Outcast yeah. until I eventually I got to the uh, the Desolation Engine, and I was like, "This is it. This is what we're gonna do." All right, Dixon. But I think we're gonna keep this one short. Got things going on Friday, and actually, I got I'm actually recording again tonight, so that'll be uh, fun. We're doing a uh, Rezzer episode, and it's gonna be Maniacals on there with Zach from Michigan, and we're gonna talk about Molly. Hell yeah. Which uh, is interesting because I don't know a lot about Molly, so it'll be fun. Uh, she's like a hidden gem. That's the best I can tell you. She is. She's a hidden gem. Oh, yeah. they. I was talking with the build up to it, and they're like, I mean, she has a lot of fun things, and she can do a lot of good things, but she has a lot of holes, which is kind of the problem. Yeah, yeah but when, when you're good enough to actually make those things work, it, it's disgusting. I've seen Cackle go yeah. all the way to like the top of the food chain, like in tournament play. Guy's really, really good. So, and he soloed oh, yeah. Molly for an entire year and he made it to the world championships. It'll be good to hear yeah. then. But I think we'll go ahead and leave it there. Make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables, and we will see you all next time.